I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And the entire ILB team is here tonight. We've got the good doctor. Aloha. Sound guy, Tom. Check one, two. Check one, two. And producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. We are lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, beer mecca within a beer mecca. We love sharing beers and telling stories, so we made it a podcast. Thanks for listening, and we ask you to please share our podcast with your beer-drinking friends. Right, and that's right, and can continue to follow us and encourage people to follow us on social media at uh, I Like Beer the Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. On Twitter, we are I Like Beer the Po one and I Like Beer the Ta one. Uh, make sure you visit our website. I like beer, the podcast.com and please sign up for our newsletter. I signed up this last week, actually, finally. So I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to getting it. Yeah. And listeners, if you haven't signed up, some of the team hasn't signed up yet. So yeah, we'll work, yeah. get signed up. I'm working on it. It's coming out soon. I signed up. Tom was the first to sign up. Yes, you heard that right. Ladies and gentlemen. Sound guy Tom, aka Slomo, was indeed the first person to sign up for our newsletter. Ah, uh, first. I think I just was wasn't even sure if it, the link worked yet, and you had already signed <laughs> up. That, that's how Johnny on the spot you are. Well, he's super excited to find out what those top ten beer places are that each of us <laughs> want to go to. So he wants to know some places to go. I've got something on that. I got something on beers and book club on John Hole's book. Yeah, it's coming together. So uh, sign up so you can take a look at it. Keep listening, sharing, liking, subscribing, following, commenting. Did I get it all, Joe? It's all that stuff. You did. Excellent. Yes. Please do all that stuff. Uh, send us a message when you have a question or a suggestion for us. You can message us on social media. You can shoot us an email at I like beer, the podcast at gmail.com. Hey, I got a shout out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, loyal listener Chuck in Houston. Yes. So. Chuck sent me a, a, a picture of a beer. I said, hey, this would be a great for your uh, beer, not a beer. The name of the beer was Morning Wood, which, uh, <laughs> nice. which actually was pretty funny because that was my one, one of my uh, Indian guide names when my kids were in Indian guides. But, uh, <laughs> but, but Morning Wood but now we know actually it's a beer. is a beer by Bu- yeah, Buffalo Bayou, which at that very moment, Talon and I were drinking several beers that he brought over. From Buffalo Bio. So like, that was ironic, wasn't it? That were coincidental. Yeah, it was definitely ironic. Yeah. It was coincidental. Yeah. Then <laughs> it's coincidentally later, ironic. Last night he sends this is my by the way, listener Chuck is my brother-in-law, which I, I rarely text the guy. We text maybe a couple few times a year. He, he sends me a picture of a beer the other night, which is from Alesmith. I had just picked up a four-pack of that beer like two days before. It's like, wow, what's this weird? Chuck's in your, he's in your head. He, yeah, he head is. Right I don't know. <laughs> I was just impressed at how much he knew actually about the podcast. So I'm going to give a big yeah. shout out to, so to Chuck because obviously to Chuck he's, he's listening. So thanks. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah. There you go, Chuck. And I Like Beer, the book club has moved on to book number three, recommended by author and friend of the show, Ryan Wolt, and, and sometimes co-guest host. Uh, what's our next read, Talent? So at first off, we so we did that book club, was it, uh, last night? And uh, it's pretty cool. I don't know how many book clubs can actually discuss the book with the author. And we were able to do that. So that was pretty fun last night. So shout out to Ryan for being there and, and pretty brave of him as well to to accept our 
critique or criticisms of of his uh, of his work. But great book. If you haven't read it, I would suggest you go back and read that one. And then now uh, we are going to be reading. It's called Waking Up on the Appalachian Trail, a story of war, brotherhood and the pursuit of truth. And it's by N.B. Hanks. It was highly recommended by Ryan. I ordered mine last night. Actually, it's in the mail this morning. So that's exciting. Uh, so send us a message if you'd like to join us in about three weeks for a beer and book talk. And uh, there is a rumor that we may have another author or the author uh, join us uh, for that uh, book club. I saw that he liked our stuff on social media when we, when we shouted out his book. So hopefully we'll we'll bring him in. You know what I like most about Ryan, to, other than his discerning taste and that he's a writer and all that, but I take, and you guys know, I take my family and I take the COVID stuff probably uber serious. Oh no, he's next level. And it yeah, makes me feel less serious. crazy. It makes me feel <laughs> like I'm not crazy. Ryan's right. He's got yeah, it down. He's got it down. Yes. He is a serious dude. But I and do I like really- it. I appreciate his support because I did see some stuff go out today that he put out and uh, where he was supporting teachers on stuff. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Ryan. And cheers as always. You know, it's autumn. It's October. Fun fact, on this day in 1962, James Bond hit the theaters for the first time. Doesn't really have anything to do with beer, but I I saw that today. (laughs) (laughs) October has arrived, and you know what that means in the beer world, correct? Correct. We're talking beer Christmas or Oktoberfest. Yes. Oktoberfest or yeah, Christmas for beer drinkers. And uh, last year we covered pretty much everything you would ever want to know about Oktoberfest. It was a very extensively researched. So uh, like I said, there's there's not much to add this year that would just be kind of redundant for those that were paying attention last year. We even covered what shoes, to, the vomit proof Adidas Oktoberfest yeah. shoes. I mean, it was detailed. <laughs> it was detailed, yes. Right? If you look to us as your go-to educational podcast and you want to know the history, the culture, the ins and outs of how to fashion. navigate Oktoberfest and fashion, yeah. of course, Wardrobe, yeah. yes. go to last year's episode, give it a listen. That's right. So to this year, I guess, to get, get us in the mood, the doctor went to Oktoberfest beer shopping. So thanks, Doc. Thank you, Doc. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I had a good time. I uh, There were so many to choose from. And also then I could have gone the pumpkin route because I love pumpkins. But I stuck with the traditional October, the the Marzan beers. Uh, and the first one we're drinking tonight, which I'm almost done with already, is the... Uh, <laughs> oh, we can start? We're allowed to start? Yeah, is the uh, Hofbrauhaus. You know, when I think Oktoberfest, I think Munich, Germany, and the Hofbrauhaus beers you know it's the official it's like a state-owned beer there they've been open since 1589 so you know whenever you think like the the women drink bringing like you know four giant steins in each hand carrying them out to your table that's this place the Hofbrauhaus so not this year but most years yeah Yeah. most years unfortunately so cheers boys cheers 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 thank you for bringing this thank you not only for picking them up for for the deliveries yeah yeah there you go and this is your your Hofbrau October Fest beer, six point three percent, which I think is surprising because I uh, these are quite drinkable, crushable mm. beers. They have that they're kind of that light to medium bodied, little sweetness, little maltiness, which for me just means they go down really easy, really fast. Uh, you, you nailed it, Jeff. That that's perfect explanation of this beer. And yes, it's it's very poundable. Mm-hmm. So there was I don't know if we talked about it last year, but I just this crazy fact that in 1516 Bavaria came up with these purity laws, like what their beer had to be like. So I was like, wow. Yeah, they're strict. They were strict. Yes. Very strict. 
So this is brewed with those lo- those strict laws. And actually, if you look on the label here, it actually says there. This says uh, this is specialty brewed according to the German purity law. So this beer was right. made to adhere right. to those laws. You can read that little tiny writing. The more beer I drink, the better I read. <laughs> Holy, I'm wearing my reading glasses and I can't, and I'm and holding this yeah. at arm's length and can't make that out. We need that once this COVID goes down. One of these years, we need to make an ILB trip to uh, to Munich. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's there. Hit the, hit it's Hoff on the Bro list. House. It's definitely yeah, on the yeah. list. Yeah, we Check made a gentleman's agreement last year that we would do a live Oktoberfest somewhere, and then, well, yeah. of course, we didn't know COVID was coming, and to f that all up. But th- that was a gentleman's agreement. But right. it's still an agreement. Yeah, it, it is. is. It we is. didn't say what year. We didn't say we, what year. we, we did. We said year. next year. Oh, but, okay. but. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I, I <laughs> always next that year, though. Yeah, yeah. that's not yeah. as specific. I guess it's I could have pretended year. like it's we not didn't next say year it. yet. Thanks for having my back. <laughs> not next year yet. Yeah. Let's see until. All right. Before I contradict anyone else, we all have a beer in hand. So it's time for, oh, you know, I changed it this for this episode. Prost roast and pour one out oh very nice nice whoa uh doc you've got a prose to start us off with oh yeah the best ad i've ever seen best ad i've ever seen was to get out the vote it was basically some uh, women of color who were strippers and on their booty, they were twerking and it said, go vote. And then basically <laughs> they said, get your booty to the polls. It was the best ad I've ever seen. So if that doesn't make you want to go vote, then I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> voting at the polls. That's what they said. Yes. Yeah. Voting at the polls. Nice. Prost. Oh, Prost. Exactly. Prost. So I got I got two. I'm going to start off with a real quick one because, you know, we, we've done I, this in so many different ways. I think I've roasted. I poured it out talking about the whole mask thing. Um, so I found this one and this is my first toast ever to masks because I found Indonesia has found a very unique and interesting way to deal with uh, those that refuse to wear masks in their country. So in Indonesia, uh, recently, the authorities there ordered eight people who broke the country's face mask laws to dig graves for COVID-19 victims. Uh, so that way they thought that was a good way to deter others ah. from disregarding that uh, fa- uh, face covering mandate. So I thought, wow, you do that. Uh, people are probably going to start wearing some masks if they have yeah. to start digging graves. Extreme. So, yes. So I'm going to, I'm saying prost to Indonesia. Not ah. often I get to toast them or prost them, but tonight I will. So uh, and I'm going to guess digging a grave isn't like the movies where they, they hand the guy the shovel out and, the, and then all of a sudden there's a six foot yeah. deep, six perfect foot rectangle. long, three yeah. foot wide, perfect rectangle. I, that's some that's some work. Yes, I would I would think so. So it might make you rethink. Uh, hey man, maybe I probably should uh, follow the rules here. So that was my toast, my first toast. But my next one is uh, the Ig Nobel Awards. I think we talked about them last year. Uh, they were recently given out again. Um, and the ignoble awards, their goal is kind of to celebrate the unusual and, and honor the imaginative and, and scientific achievements. And kind of they're seen as a kind of a take, a comic take on the more serious uh, Nobel Science Prize. And so uh, I'm going to go over a couple of the winners and see what you guys think of these, because uh, these are actual awards that were won by actual scientists here. In, Let's hear in, them around the world. So these are always uh, great. Yeah. So the first one was an anthropologist. Uh, I'll mispronounce his name on purpose or not. I'm just going to mispronounce his name because that's what I do. But Metin Aaron, uh, who works at Kent State University in Ohio, 
And he led the team that won the Material Science Prize. So their study was this, that they were trying to, there was a story of an Inuit man in Canada who fashioned a knife out of his own poop to butcher a dog. So I'm not really sure why he was butchering a dog and why he just didn't have a knife. But in the circumstances, he there's this story that goes around that this guy created a knife out of his poop. He cut up this dog. So they're like, wait, hey, wait, we... wait, 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 back, back, back. Yeah, back. go ahead. How did he create a knife out of poop? Uh, I'm not sure they didn't really go into those details, but I can go into the details on how they replicated it if you want. Ah, so um, okay. I'm not really sure. I'm sure he pooped and then he took that poop and fashioned it into a knife. And that, that's the part I'm curious about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure. But here's here's what they said is that. Uh, so the researchers said, hey, we're going to see if this story is true. Uh, so they basically got some poop or some feces and they froze it down to negative 50 degrees oh, Celsius. OK. OK. Uh, freezing. It yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And then they filed it down so that it resembled a knife with sharp sure. edges. OK. It so makes perfect sense you, now. now. I didn't think of freezing. It. You got that part there. So then. They, they said, okay, well, we've dog. got the knife. It looks like a knife. So let's see if it actually works. So they actually tried to slice meat with that. Um, with And they said that basically as they were slicing the meat, that the knife edge just kind of basically melted, leaving streaks of fecal, fecal matter on the, um, the, the, the meat. So not real edible. Um, well, and so, I read The Martian. Yes, As long you did. as it's oh, your fecal matter. Then, yeah, it's a good point. And Andy Weir's correct in The uh, Martian. And both have to be true. Yeah. Right. Yeah, both have to be true. Yeah. <laughs> so so basically they show that this was not true. You cannot use frozen poo knife. So they won an award for that. So there you go. So, you know, don't try that at home um, because it doesn't work. Uh, so that was the first one. Uh, the next one, this was another right, one. Wait, was, I'm writing that down. Don't. Yeah, don't. Try. Frozen poo knife. At home. home. Yeah. Great. I take notes during yeah, all of good. our podcasts. It's important, actually, because we are really kind of like this is public service announcements at the same time. Educational podcast. Yes. Uh, so another uh, gentleman, uh, more in Joe probably maybe even knows this guy because he works at the University of Vienna in Austria, Stephen ah, Reber. Uh, they scooped up the acoustics prize uh, because they were looking to they wrote a paper to see if reptiles could reveal clues about their body size through their vocalizations. Um, and so you may ask, how did they do that? And that's what I asked when I first heard that. I'm like, how do you do that? So here's how you do that. So to test this, it says here that they induced a female Chinese alligator. Not really sure why it had to be a Chinese alligator, but they used a Chinese alligator. They wear masks. Is that what it is? And uh, they got this Chinese alligator. They put, the, this, put this Chinese alligator into an airtight chamber filled with helium-enriched air. And then they... I don't know how they did that, but they induced that to kind of bellow and make loud noises, this alligator, right? In this uh, helium. And so, again, not to get too scientific on you guys, but basically, you know, they're looking to see if how they are able to kind of vocalize that way. And so what they really found, and, and I mean, I guess this is, makes a lot of sense, is that uh, much like human beings, alligators sound much different when inhaling he helium. Uh, so in case you didn't know that. So he oh. says, basically... Yeah, and, the, and Mr. Reber said, to the best of our knowledge, our study is the first to show that all alligators sound strange when inhaling a party balloon. So they won their <laughs> prize for that. So the more you know. Yeah, this is fantastic. Let's see here. Uh, another one here was, uh, oh, this was the economics prize. So some of this was Chris Watkins, who's a psychologist in Dundee. I'm assuming maybe that's Australia. I'm not sure. But uh, their research <laughs> uh, was Nick published. Dundee. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Maybe Crocodile. Uh, but they published a, 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 their paper, uh, and they found that uh, French kissing was more common between partners in places which had high income equality. So good to know there. So if you're lacking on the French kissing, find a place that has more income equality, equal income. So that was it. 
another retired professor, and he's a spider specialist. Um, he bagged uh, the, what do they call it, the entomology award because he basically collected evidence that showed that uh, most scientists who study insects are afraid of spiders. Ah, it's important. So again, something you want to know. The other one was that the management prize went to five Chinese professional hitmen. I'm not really sure how they found this study because oh. I don't know if they're writing papers for the local journal or, or the scientific journal. <laughs> but these five professional took out an ad. Yeah. yeah. So their management prize went to these two because they actually subcontracted the crime to each other, but failed to get the job done. So again, <laughs> not really sure how that came to light. The last one was uh, this one was uh, the, the governments of India and Pakistan. You guys will like this one. But the governments of India and Pakistan, they won the peace prize uh, because what they did is they actually had their diplomats ring each other's doorbells in the middle of the night and then run away before anyone got a chance to answer the door. So there you go. So high level ding dong ditch being played (laughs) between the governments of India and Pakistan. And so they won the ignoble prize for peace. They're not even neighbors. How'd they do that? Uh, They don't like each other. I'm just going to put that one. And you have to really not like each other to play ding dong door ditch or whatever uh, there. So- those are my. Oh, you said India. You said Indian Pakistan. Indian Pakistan. Yeah. Indian oh, I got Pakistan. it. Yeah, they don't. They don't okay. like each other. So, gotcha. so there you go. So those are the winners this year. So cheers to all of them and cheers for helping to, to uh, you know pursue their their scientific pursuits and and uh, prost. prost prost. And this prost. is why Chuck in Houston. This is why he's tuning in, because yeah. where else do you get in two minutes poop knife fallacies, reptile vocalization, French kissing advice. Chinese hitmen subcontracting information yeah, nowhere. and high level nowhere. diplomatic doorbell ditch. You, nowhere. That's nowhere. exactly the right answer, That's Doc. Right. Nowhere. 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 Here. This is where you get it. Nowhere in the world. Prost. Prost. I got one. I want to do a shout out to a buddy of mine, Kurt McMinn, former Marine, 20 years. Hoorah. Hoorah. Uh, met him at coaching baseball. He's a fantastic baseball coach uh, when the kids were little uh, but unfortunately he was involved in a crane accident a couple weeks ago and uh, he's really down on his back literally uh, but I wanted to give a shout out to Kurt say we're thinking about you get well soon buddy Prost, in there, Kurt. Prost. get better come join us for a beer those are like two words that you don't want to hear together crane accident that yeah, just doesn't sound sure. good and no matter what yeah no poop knife Another two two words that I don't want to hear together. Yeah, yeah. Poop, poop. I never thought I would use poop knife yeah. in a sentence, but I've used it multiple times tonight. So that sounds like something when you're constipated or something. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> but hey, remember, they don't work. They don't I work. I just pictured this very loyal dog sitting there watching. Like, what are you doing with that? Right. Are you shaping that? Are you sh- are you sharpening that? Why are you are you preparing that? a treat with that? Yes. yes. I'm gonna are, sit are here we and go wait. play. Is this fetch? Is this fetch? <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Mm, poor doggy. Yeah. Poor but dog. I guess it was a fallacy. It never it was. actually it was happened. not true. So I, I still think he hurt a dog. You just didn't do it with a poop knife. Right, exactly. Yeah. Those were your toasts. I can't wait Those to hear what you have for roasts. Holy cow, yeah. All right. Well, I I, I do have a, a roast here tonight that I read this, and honestly, this was one of those ones where you just kind of go, wow. So, you know, I'll start this off by kind of prefacing it. All of us here are parents. Um, I'm sure many of our listeners are as well. And it's really one of those things like, how far would you go for your kids, I guess, is the question here that I would ask. And, and how far is too far? So as you guys are all probably aware, you know, because of COVID, high school football uh, was postponed in California until the spring. So what that did is 
well, and, and then they're yet they're playing it in many other parts of the country right now. And so actually that kind of created some interesting scenarios where uh, you have families from California are moving to other states so that their sons can play uh, football. Yeah. Yeah. Play football this fall. So, uh, you know, you first read that and you kind of go, well, that's a bit extreme that you would actually move and, and, and take your kid out of his school so he can go finish school somewhere else, you know, but it is happening. However, this story is even better. So this is a story of a, of a young man named Jake Garcia, who obviously is a very good quarterback because he, he has already verbally committed to USC uh, uh, to play there. And he was uh, going to school or he was, he was going to be one of the top quarterbacks, I think, in the state this year from Whittier, California. And so he did move to Georgia uh, to play his senior year this year. And so, like I said, you might think that's a bit extreme initially, but again, let me let me uh, explain why you have no idea how extreme it is. Because for a transfer student to be immediately eligible in under Georgia High School Association rules, they must make a bona fide move in which the student moves with their entire parental unit or the persons he resided with at the former school, so in Whittier, and the student and those parents must now be residing with the student in this new, the service area of the new school. Okay, so... You know, you say, okay, those are the those are the rules. So moving to Georgia wasn't a problem for Jake's dad because he's retired. Um, but the mom needed to remain here in California for her job. So in order for him to be eligible for one year, or not even one year, one season, just a fall season of sport there in Georgia, uh, the parents actually legally separated. So they actually oh. filed paperwork in the court, legally separated uh, or legally dissolved their marriage, uh, so that he would be eligible to play football in Georgia. Um, and their plan is to get to get back together again once Jake's season's over in uh, in Georgia. Well, unless he has a bad year. Yeah. So, <laughs> or maybe mom meets someone else. Yeah. I don't know. But I read that and I went, wow. Yeah. Whittier is an affluent area, so the French kissing is wild there. Yes, it is. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I read that and I was like, how far would you go? Would Holy you dissolve crap. your marriage so your kid could yeah. play sports for one season? When he's already wow. committed to USC, he's already right. got wow. his call. Yeah, so I got three words for you, talent. Yeah, Todd Marinovich. Yeah, no, I. This yeah. Is right there. <laughs> I, I forgot the middle word, but you know yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah, Todd yeah. F yeah. and Marinovich. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I get you, great. and this is right there with it, and he's going to be going to USC most likely. So, anyways, that was a really interesting story. I would actually highly recommend Google that story and read it because there are some other parts to it that are unbelievable, and you would you just it's just like it's crazier and crazier as you read through it. Not only just that, but talking about the coach from the school where he's going to. Um, this kid actually has never really played a year of high school football because he's transferred every year um, and has never really played. So it's one of these ones exactly that. Oh, the best part. I'll just give you this last one that I saw was that before he even entered high school, the Garcias agreed to have Jake repeat the eighth grade so he could grow physically and mentally. So he yeah. redid eighth grade so he would be <laughs> more <laughs> mentally well, and physically ready. For oh, yeah. eighth grade so much fun. You want to redo that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So anyway, so that's my toast because, uh, or my roast. I'm sorry. That's a roast. big roast because I'm <laughs> that's really a... saying that at some point you talk about helicopter parenting. I don't know what you would even call this, but uh, that is just way over the top. Uh, I picked cheers. SWAT hey, team. SWAT team. I have no yeah. more beer to cheers that with. I think yeah, we need I, to open another beer. Yeah, I think we might need it. Let's get a beer for pour one out. What do you want us to grab next there, Doc? Let's grab the um, the Golden Road collab with Spotten. Right on. Yeah, and I, as I was researching this, Spotten actually is actually supposedly even older than uh, than House. So Spotten is a Bavarian beer company as well. Like they spoke, they say they go back you know, 1300s, but, uh, they got together with golden road in Anaheim and they made this Marzon with a really cool can, some LA artists, but anyways, let me know what you guys think. Oh, that can art is fantastic. 
Yeah, the can art's fantastic. They spelt beer wrong. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm giving it a pour. I can hear your pour. Tom keeps telling me to get closer to my mic, just like last time, and I'm actually touching the mic, which is uncomfortable. I don't know where this mic has been, especially during COVID. <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate. So again, collab with Golden Road in, of Anaheim and Spaten of Bavaria, Germany. I tell you what, I really like the color. It has more of that uh, um, coppery color yeah. than the than the last than the Hofbrau. The traditional Marzan color, like that gold yeah. or that coppery gold. Limited edition. Is that even a color, coppery gold? I don't know. It is. I'm just tripping on the on the art. Yeah, it's great art. Like, there's so much to look at. Some L.A. pop artist, they said. I don't know. I see why. It says it's a German-style amber lager, so it makes sense that it has more of that uh, that coloring to it. More of that amber color? Stephen Harrington's the artist. I see it says on there. Oh, wow, that's good. So we got a little mix of the new and the old. Really old and pretty really new. Well, you know, they... They went in with the big, uh, with the big boys, and so you know you have this desire to dislike them, but at the same time you pick up one of their beers and you go, like, "All right, that's pretty good, pretty tasty." <laughs> right. yeah. Their fruit beers are breakfast. I mean, they don't they, you know, Oh, they're juice. We know yeah. that from Mexico. Yes, where that yes. that was breakfast. Like, I, yeah, want I mango was, or watermelon for yeah, breakfast? Yeah. What do you want with your cereal? Oh, I'll have a mango yeah. cart. Oh, <laughs> I'll have a watermelon cart. Right. I really. I really like this this beer. Medium bodied, still has that little bit of that sweetness and and the maltiness that makes it feel like an autumn Oktoberfest beer. Yeah, it's definitely more malty than the Hofbrau one. I think the Hofbrau was definitely smoother, but this is very good. It's got a, it's got a little more more flavor to it. It's only five point eight. Yeah, I like this a lot. Thank you. Excellent choice. Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm throwing this one in here at uh. Four two five. Yeah, I'm going four point oh. That's what I went four point oh. Four two five. It's up to you, Tom. I give it a four. Will you ready? What's it is your lips? It's so good. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Yeah, that's good. That that is a really yummy beer. Where were we? Were we at pour one outs? We were pouring. I got so excited about the beer, yeah. the can art, and I, the taste of the beer. I just poured like and, half that beer out into my belly. And Will Ferrell <laughs> coming out. El Ferrell coming to, to yeah. join us. Yeah. Uh, yes, we're at pour one out. And I got a quick pour one out for uh, all those early round picks in fantasy football. I mean, we were warned that injuries were going to be a thing, but it was geez. rough. Yeah, rough. Yeah, we're, we're all fantasy football leaguers and, and, uh, Wow, what a hit people have taken. Yeah. My two keepers and my first round pick all out for next week. Right. <laughs> Too bad Kittle. I don't get to play you that week. I played you yeah. that week. They yeah. all went crazy. <laughs> well, McCaffrey's out. Yeah, Kittle's McCaffrey. out. Michael yeah. Thomas. Bar- yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. It's just, it's brutal. <laughs> Luckily, all my crappy picks are healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your crappy picks are better than everyone else's crappy picks, we're good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, and I, I should add a roast for Joe Mixon, but I think things are going to turn around. That's things right. Are turn around. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. They're always, that's what they always say in, in Cincinnati. And this will release week. after a weekend. So I hope people hear this like, what is he talking about? That Mixon guy's a stud. Fantastic. Just wait till next. Maybe. Yeah. Pour one out there, Talent. 
Yeah. So I, again, this one, you know, I, I could have poured one out for those poor parents because like, where's your common sense? No, uh, but I figured it was better as a row. So we talked about it earlier We're we're, you know, I know you guys are probably surprised about this. Uh, I really am not much of a fashion guy, even though I like to, you know, every so often joke that we might be fashionable here, but, uh, I, uh, kind of saw this and I said, Whoa, I really don't understand the latest trend in jeans. So I'm going to pour one out for fashion or at least my sense of fashion. I saw this yesterday. So Gucci, a word that is not anywhere in my vocabulary, but I did see this in an article and they basically, they're selling this year what they're calling an eco washed organic denim pant for the, uh, sum of $773 for that pair of pants. Time out. Quick question. I'm sorry. I'm full of questions tonight. Yeah. Kind of like the poop knife. Yeah. Who's wearing <laughs> pants? Well, I, I think they're getting ready for fall, right? It is yeah. fall. Fall's coming. In other parts of the country, it's actually- No one's leaving their house. That's a good point. But you want to look good. You want to look good for the Instagram, you know, so when you're, when you're putting those yeah. pictures out. So- All right. And they fit really well. I mean- Yes. Yeah. I Joe, like no. I, this is more for Joe, guys. So I'm really doing this for Joe because Joe's always looking to be on the latest edge of they're, Yeah. They're my so. zooming pants. Yeah, for sure. Stand up, Joe. Joe, I'm going to give you the, the product description from Gucci. It says they're channeling the fall winter 2020 collections Absolutely. grunge vibe. That's coming back, apparently. This is a wide-legged denim pant that is crafted from organic cotton and is specifically treated for a stained-like distressed effect. That's exactly <laughs> right. All right. So basically, I'm going to tell you right now, if you look at the pictures of this thing, They've just put grass stains all over it. Like the knees are all grass stained. Like, remember when you were a little kid, you went out and played football or whatever. Well, that's no one up. can go out anywhere. Yeah, so we'll, you'd we'll go make out it and you're, you're, you have that grass stain look to all your jeans. They did these to those jeans and they're selling them to people for $773, oh. calling them Echo Washed Organic Denim Pants. <laughs> it was It's mind boggling. So I'm just that's pouring fantastic. one out for fashion because the people that buy that and are walking around trying to look cool, they could just go and buy whatever jeans and just roll around on their front yard grass. And they're going to get those same stains. So you can um, get them for 500 bucks. Yes. I, I, yeah, I'm sure you probably will. If yeah. you know where to shop. If you know where to shop. Yeah, if you know what you're doing. <laughs> but the crazy part about this is, you know, we're making fun of it, but these things are going to kind of, once they launch, they're going to fly off fly the shelves. The they're going to be yeah. sold out. You're not going to be able to get them anywhere. And you're going to have, I, I, there's going to be these celebrities that I've never heard of or never known. And they're going to be, you're going to see them in pictures wearing them in magazines and that kind of and stuff. And they'll look so, good. And they will look good. They'll look good gra- on them. In their grass-stained pants. Wait, so in other words, before I go to work, I should go roll around in the yes. grass and then and I'll be fashionable. Cut the lawn on Saturday. Don't wash your jeans. Wear them to work on Monday. And the kids are going to yeah. be going, holy All right. cow. All right. You are a fashion. All right. Leading edge. Leading edge. So I'm pouring one out for fashion because I don't get it even more now. I'm curious. Are torn jeans extra? They they were not torn anymore, so maybe that's not fashionable anymore. That was for a while, I guess. I don't know. We'll have to ask Joe. Maybe we'll get yeah. a reading on Joe. Uh, <laughs> Joe, torn jeans, fashionable or not? No, they're out. You know, they're out. Joe, been out Joe's an enigma because he's his own fashion plate that's because yeah. Fishnet Joe's, has been out for a for, long, long time. You're wrong he's about been that. not in his wardrobe. He's wrong made Fishnet that. basically right. a I staple. I make them look good. A, I make them look good. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I mean with the general public, Joe. Right. I I know it's not out with you. That's the point. (laughs) So anyway, I am average Joe. I am average Joe. I mean, if I'm wearing it, it's in. (laughs) Grass stains in. That's all I'm saying. And fishnets. Yeah, that's good. Grass stained fishnets really in. They're coming. (laughs) Uh, What about with a fish in them? Ooh, it's happened. Okay, I I can just say it's happened. Yeah, that's next level. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Prost Roast and Pour One Out. 
Todd Effen Marinovich. That's true. It's a good point. But best of luck with your season, Jake. That's a lot of work your family put into it. Make the most of it. Hope it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I, want, the, I want him to do well. The, the guilt I mean, down the road, like if the kid doesn't succeed, yeah. like the kid doesn't do yeah. well or no, whatever. I, else, I the feel like, hey, we, we basically so, got divorced so you could yeah, play. I have a I have this a picture. Giving us? Yeah. I have a picture of how that went. There's a naive husband. It's <laughs> 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 like, we got to take him to Florida. And the wife's like, I have an idea. Here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take this gnome. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on my front doorstep. <laughs> right, right. You guys are no, that's exactly right. I think that's exactly Look how it, it played out. You got yeah. it. Son, I totally agree. We're just gonna light separation. No big deal. Yeah. And then watch. <laughs> and then George is gonna shut down. They're not even gonna play football. So all for naught. Yeah. Or there'll be a sophomore stud that's, yeah. that takes yeah, the that job. Yeah, that just dominates. Yeah. I ha- I and and Jeff Todd and I have witnessed a lot of high school football. I have seen that scenario, and yes. I know you have too. <laughs> Many times. But, uh... Uh, hey, you know what? It's time for Dr. Todd to take us on an adventure. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to I Like Bears, the podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because this week is all about bears. So it's I Like Bears, the podcast. First of all, I want to thank Talent. He uh, turned me on to this. So I watched a YouTube video, and I all afternoon while I was supposed to be working, I was watching, <laughs> I was watching a, a live cam of brown bears up in Alaska running around and trying to catch salmon. It was unbelievable. Bear porn. Total bear porn. It it is unbelievable. So, so anyways, if you guys, if listeners, if you want something interesting to do, go to YouTube and type in brown bears, uh, Alaska or brown bears feeding or something. Like Katame or whatever. No, yeah, no. Brown bears live cam. That's, I just typed in brown bears live cam and I got it. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. So, so this week it's called fat bear week. Uh, what's going on? The bears in Alaska, they are fattening up right now, and their fans are going to honor them for it. So every fall, yeah, and right, and Katmai National Park, they host an annual Fat Bear Week, which is going on right now as we speak. It's an online tournament, kind of a cross between, uh, you know, March Madness and Beer Week. Anyways, so what you can do right now, if you go on like hashtag Fat Bear Week, Facebook, whatever, you can go and every day right now for the next week. Uh, I think it's been on for a couple of days now. You can go on and they're going to post pictures of two bears and you vote which one looks the fattest. And based on the votes, the next one moves on. And I I posted some pictures you guys see from last year. Holly, Holly won last year. She was the big winner. Yeah, Holly was ginormous. And uh, anyway, so there you go. Go on hashtag fat bear week. Just type in fat bear week and and everyone can vote and you can see which bears move on to be the fattest bears so this week is all about body positivity. <laughs> bear style. Yes, a fat bear is a healthy bear. Is a healthy bear, that's right. Look good bear naked. Yes, right. Right. So for the last couple months, they have been fattening up as winter's getting close. And it's actually it's a matter of life and death for the bears, right? They're relying on that stored fat from those salmon. Me too. Um, I, it's on my bucket list too. I'm going to go so there. I tell and my watch wife. This. 
Yeah. I want to go watch this in person. When the shit Winter goes down, who's going to be ready? Talent right. So when they're hibernating, they can lose like a third of their body fat, right? But then right now, the more they bulk up, the more likely they're able to survive survive that long, cold winter, right? So uh, we think, you know, the Cosmo would agree that fat bears look fabulous. So uh, anyways. <laughs> as long as so they're anyways, in the grass stained, if they, as long as they got a little grass stained. Yeah. Grass stained pants. So and th- this particular uh, river, it's called the Brooks River. So anyways, if you, there's a, several cameras they have along this river. It's, it's, there, it's iconic where the little waterfalls are and the bears are sitting there. He's just sitting right on top of this huge salmon run. So what's kind of cool is right now in like September, October, the bears go into this thing called hyperphagia where they can max out as many calories as they can possibly eat. Like they can eat like 60,000 calories in a day. I call that Sunday football season. Yeah. Same thing in California. It's the same. Yeah. yeah. So like one bear was spotted eating 40 salmon at like 4,000 calories each. In a single sitting. So most mammals have this like chemical in our body called leptin, which suppresses your body from like feeling like you're full. You've got too many calories, but this is suppressed during this time of the year because they're just putting on calories. You know, those, those 40 salmon, I don't know if you ate all, all the whole salmon because right now they're also like eating the really fattiest parts of the salmon, like the, the, the eggs and the brain and things and the skin and things like that. And they're leaving the rest for the, the non-fatty parts for the seagulls. Anyway, so it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. amazing. So if you guys want to go online and go, uh, just go either go go to the live cam and just watch the bears run yeah. around. It's amazing. Awesome. One cam's downstream. It's got like the mamas and the and the cubs. Um, and I, I ran across this. It's kind of funny. There's different types of feeding. So you guys, as I say these types of feeding, think of like an analogous or similar situation to like you've been in eating too. So these bears, one one type of feeding is called stand and wait. Okay, so they just that's the buffet so they stand. Line. That's the buffet. Yeah, line. That, that's yeah. the buffet line, right? Buffet line. So they stand and wait for the salmon to like jump up the falls. Any banquet I've ever been to. Yeah, the next yeah. one is below the falls. They sit in a pool. It's called sit and wait. Yeah, so that's they, that's like Sunday st- watching football games. I, yeah, I, right. I get that one. Yeah. The next one is a little more active. It's it's dash and grab. Dash sure. And grab. That's yeah. That, I get that. That's lunchtime. Takeout. Yeah. Yeah. Takeout. Right. Lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah. Now these other ones, I don't know, but snorkeling. Sometimes they, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we snorkel for our food too much. No, they actually. And Sometimes. here's the next one. We've probably done this pirating, where they where they steal from one another. Oh, yeah. oh that's when the kids are home from school, yeah. from college. Right, right, right. right. Hide the cookies, the last cookies, or, the or last, yeah. you're sitting at the table and someone turns their head and you you know yeah. you grab their food. Yeah, yeah. Pirating. Got, yeah, that's. There's also diving, where they physically like dive underwater. It's not very common, but they dive. And the last one is you know begging. You know, some bears caught a salmon and can he get So anyways, uh, yeah. So if you guys want to vote, it's uh, Fat Bear Week and you can look. They're going to post the first couple of days. They post a couple pairs. And as we get into the semifinals, uh, they just post one pair a day and you can vote on which one looks the fattest. I, I always find it amazing, Doc, that, that I love when they post the like the before and after. So they'll, they'll post the picture of the bear when it first yeah. came out of hibernation last like spring. And then they post the picture of them now, and it's unbelievable to see the difference. Yeah. It's I mean, like they, they, it's like me before the holidays and me after the holidays. Well, it's pretty much can, that. Yeah, they can double their body. Oh, weight it's, on, it's over, amazing over the yeah. summer, right? So break so down here, the break down the field right now. Who's the early favorite? You think? Oh yeah, well I think the, so. The, re, the, re, the returning, you know, ones from the last couple of years, Holly from last year, and oh something knows from the year before. Uh, they're the favorites, but you know I don't think they actually have not even 
well, as we're recording this, they haven't announced the field yet. Yeah. So we'll I'm a big fan of Chunk. I just like Chunk. I think Chunk's going to come strong this year. Yeah. Um, I'm rooting so for 747. 740. I think he's got yeah. it this year. He right. might have. Yeah, that was the one from two years ago, 20, uh, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll but uh, I got some quick, quick bear facts. All right. So uh, a, a massive Alaskan bear, they can hibernate for like six months, right? Because they put on so much fat. But they can lose a third of their body weight, right, during the uh, during the winter. But while hibernating, a lot of you probably know this, but it's still cool to, to talk about it. They enter this state of reduced, they, their body temperature goes down, their pulse rate goes down. Basically, instead of like a normal 40 beats per minute, they go down to like eight beats per minute. They don't go to the bathroom. They don't defecate or urinate. So they can actually extract energy from their waste. So it's pretty crazy. Right, so crazy. What, what happens during hibernation? Like a teenager. On a weekend. Yeah, it's pretty Yeah, close. it's amazing. Yeah. So speaking of hibernation, you all have heard this story probably, but the, the listeners haven't. So my family has a, a cabin up in Lake Tahoe where there's bears. One bear decided to hibernate underneath our house in the crawl space, which is like, <laughs> I don't know, three feet or so. And it decided to go right under. We actually have a vent from one of the bathrooms that vents down to the house so the pipes don't freeze. It chose the spot right under the hot vent. So he had like a, a heated heated uh winter time and he tore a little insulation down for some little padding so yeah <laughs> that bear awesome. was styling over the winter nice so, did it smell it was, up the cabin yeah it, it kind of did because yeah. they have a real musky yeah you know uh funk to them yeah but anyways a couple more uh, real fat real fast more uh bear facts only the fat females get pregnant really because right? yeah so they'll mate even if they're skinny but the egg actually will will not take into the uterus. Well, not what do you call it? Implant unless she's fat enough. Okay, because basically nature's way of saying, hey, you don't have the energy to to deal with holding a baby. And basically, the baby when it's when it's born, like in January, February, only weighs about one pound. And mom doesn't have any protein, but mom's milk that's coming out while she's still sleeping is like just pure fat. And so they they lose like thirty percent of the weight, but when they come out. There's, they lost no muscle. All the muscle has been preserved. So there you go. It's pretty amazing. So the babies are awake during the hibernation. They're awake and suckling? Yeah, yeah, exactly. For a couple months. So the kids are partying while mom and mom's sleeping. Yeah. 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 So they have two layers of fur. One short one short layer keeps warm. The long layer keeps you know the water away. Bears are bow-legged so they can better grip, like climbing a tree. Unlike mammals, they can see in color. And one more, there's also a bear called a pizzly bear. <laughs> which grizzly bears are going farther north because it's not as cold anymore, and they're mating with polar oh bears. Oh my god! Really? Ah, yeah, that that's like the bull oh, shark of bears. That's the like the bull shark. Bear. Bear. I want to know more. Yeah, yeah. Tell me and about the, the pizzly. I'm almost done. The last story. No, no, don't be done. I want to hear more about the pizzly. Okay, the pizzly. So basically, right? So the grizzly bears, which are normally they don't go very far north because it's just too darn cold, right? So, but as our climate is changing, hoax. Allegedly, allegedly, their range is expanding to the north, and they are very anatomically similar. Uh, and so they are actually mating. And this pizzly bear, if you look it up online, it's it's looks like a polar bear that's you know got a you know got some brown in them. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, but the problem is, is that the pizzly bear is kind of like the liger in that it is sterile. <laughs> oh, so, like the liger. Yeah. yeah. So the pizzly bear actually oh. cannot. The pizzly bear can't mate, but the problem is it uses up resources and needs a territory, right? So it right. takes up a territory and uses up resources so from both the grizzly and the polar bear. Yeah. Not really a good thing. Yeah. 
like the no, bull so, shark. So really, it is so, like the bull. It shark. is the bull. Yeah. Shark. Yeah. So maybe we should start eating like Pizzly bear Pizzly burgers, bear or burgers. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, the piz. I'm looking at pictures of Pizzly bears, and they are amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a liger. Okay. Like a liger. One last good story. In 2004, a black bear was roaming a campground in Seattle, Washington. It broke into a big, big old cooler. And it used its claws and teeth to open up 36 cans of beer. Nice. Okay. But the f- the first can it opened up was a bush beer. Mm. And there was a whole bunch of bush beer it didn't touch. So these people had a lot of beer in their cooler. <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. <laughs> the other 35 beers that it actually drank was the local Rainier beer. Yeah. Ah. So yeah. Like Longmire. There you go. So that beer yeah. had taste. That yeah. bear had beer taste. Beer taste. Right? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And guess and it, and obviously it was found after you drink that much beer, it was found passed out passed sleeping. Out, yeah. We should yeah. probably put that bear up against the goat from Lajitas, Texas. Yeah, right. And see uh, which one could could drink more beers. So there you go. That's been I like bears, the podcast. Yeah, go vote Fat Bear Awake. It'll change your life. Check out the pictures. It's actually a, it's go. really amazing. Change and your those life. bear cams are awesome. Yeah. Big is beautiful. Yeah. Right. That's what we you always guys, say. That is beautiful. Yeah. Do you guys know if in the feeding grounds the bears are practicing social distancing or? Uh, that's a good point. I don't how know how they're doing that. Yeah, the Pizzlies are not real good with that. No, the rest, no. the rest are no, okay. Pizzlies, Pizzlies will not follow. They are not will not rule follow followers. anyone's no. anyone's no. rules. They don't stay in their no lanes. Masks. They won't yeah. wear masks. Yeah. They won't do any of that do. stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And talent's holding up a. Bear, bear's uh, bear crack. crack. It's called bear this crack. This is the yeah. great bear that I've ever seen. It's a picture. It's a shot from behind, and it's just this massive fat bear, big old bear crack. I honestly, I'm going to try and create a label for this, and if I make a beer, <laughs> I got bottle, it for you. I'm going to put, I'm going to put the bottle. I got it for you. It's going to be a yeah. great winter beer. It's going to be a Baltic porter. It's going to be bear crack Baltic porter. Nice, nice, nice. Yes. Yes. bear crack Baltic. I think all bear themed beers from here on out. By I like beer. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Thank you, Doc. That was, as usual, amazing. Hey, it's been another edition of Wild Things. So join us next month when we'll have another wild story about something wild. I am so excited about the Pizzly yeah. that I need another beer. I agree. I agree. All right, boys and girls, our last Oktoberfest beer of the night is brought to us by one of our local faves here. It's brought to us by Ale Smith. Although for this beer, they call themselves Ale Schmidt. All right. <laughs> Ale Schmidt Brewing Oktoberfest. Now, we had the Alesmith Oktoberfest last year, right. but I believe they tweak their recipe each year. year. Yeah. If I remember correctly from meeting with uh, Ryan Crisp, the head brewer over at Alesmith. Yes. Are you name dropping? That sounded like it. <laughs> it sounded really cool. I am. That just happened. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. You know, I once saw Todd Marinovich at a 7-Eleven. He was strung out as hell. Yeah. I'm just going to name drop Pizzly. I'm going to use start using Pizzly's everywhere. That's the name drop I'm going to go with from here now. Pizzly's a good name drop. So I was looking at these pictures of these Pizzly's the other day. <laughs> Who wasn't? Yeah. And this guy pulled out his poop knife. <laughs> That's right. Chinese hitmen subcontracting for kills with 
poop knives. What do you guys think of the uh, L. Schmidt Oktoberfest? Oh, that might be my favorite of the three. It also has that coppery, uh, almost like a, a ruddish hue, a ruddish hue to it. Well, I'm letting mine settle down here. But it looks clean, elegant, with a toasty malt. I read that right off the can. <laughs> right off the can. Exactly what, you, what you'd expect from Alesmith. Right. I, it's from Alesmith. I expect that I'm going to love it. It says serving temperature, 40 to 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, I, I need to let go up. I'm at, I'm at 38 right now. So. Yeah. yeah so. Warm her up. Warm her up. So this one doesn't have the sweetness at the same level as the other two. But I think I like it more because of that. It definitely has a little more malt uh, on the back yeah. end, which I yeah. really like. Yeah, this is, this is definitely my favorite of the three we've had tonight. It's a toasty, toasty malt. Yeah, that's a good. Put on the toasty can, malt. and when I read it, I thought like, that's what yeah, it is. It's not exactly only the malt at the back end, but it's it's a little toasted. This is my favorite. This is a. Yeah, I agree. I'm not even hesitating. It's a four or five for me. Four or five. That's exactly what I gave it. We'll go Great. four point two five. Yeah, four or five. I went four or five on this one. I'm a Todd. Four point two five. Wow. I think uh, you're your own man, Tom. Tom, I think I'm going to go four two five. Will, Will, where's Will? Will, where the hell are you? Get your ass off that chair! What's it is your lips? It's so good. Jeez. You know, last year's Alesmith Oktoberfest, I gave a four straight, and I remember it. I remember it specifically because we had it on the show and I had bought like a 12 pack of it. So I had several more afterwards. <laughs> I also bought a case of the Carl Strauss. So I, I do remember the Oktoberfest really well, but the, uh, the, that roasted malt at the back end of this one, I don't know if they used the same recipe or if they adapted it, changed it, mixed it up. I don't know, but boy, it scratched me right where I itch. I feel oh, like a big wait, fat like a, bear like a underneath. Wait the, a minute. Wait a minute. I feel Where like the that? big fat bear under Dr. Todd's cabin with the nice. heat <laughs> vent blowing on nice my back. Heat vent, yeah. Living the dream. This living is living, dream. right? That's what that bear was saying. This is living. I just had a. I'm surprised I, that bear didn't like call all his bear buddies. Like, hey, come on, I got this crate <laughs> crash pad. Yeah. Must want to keep it all himself. So, what what happened when family members showed up and there's a bear? Well, actually, what we found, the reason we found out is because the bear had basically torn down the pipes underneath the house. Like, and one of them happened to be the... Was he stretching? And I don't know. He was just tearing shit down. He was like tearing the tearing the uh, insulation. He happened to tear the pipe down that led from the toilet. So that that's what was happening. So oh, yeah. the toilet was emptying out under the house. Yeah, yeah so we had bear uh, smell. He was trying to make knives, it sounds like. He was, trying to create, he was trying to build some <laughs> knives. Yeah, some, yeah, some, some, some protection. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have a question about the poop knife. Okay, go ahead. You're, you definitely, it's clear you don't try that at home, but um, what about when, I wrote you're that down. when you're on vacation? Do you, <laughs> do you take a shot? Yeah, or? well, I, I mean, again, I'm not a scientist, but I'll play one for the sake of okay. the poop knife. Uh, well, I am. I think for you, it's going to have to be one of those places where maybe when you're climbing and it's somewhere really cold. That's what I'm I thinking. Wouldn't, I wouldn't try it if it's in warm temperatures. I'm just going to go that tropical. route. There. No, I, that's yeah. not going to work. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work. You're just being ridiculous now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to help Mr. Joe out. Mr. Joe's Joe is asking. trying to be logical. He's yes. trying, he's trying, trying to, to find approach answers. the poop knife like a logical human yeah. being. So, and then talent flies in being Joe, ridiculous. hypothetical situation, you're summoning I'm in Alaska. Alaska. You're, right. you're in Alaska. Or no, let's say you're, you're summoning uh, Everest. 
Okay. And uh, <laughs> Reasonable. a Yeti appears yeah. and you have nothing. That's a what I'm worried about. Might, yeah, a poop knife might be your best alternative to fight the Yeti. See, I think he's right influencer. I'm telling you, all the listeners that drink as much beer as we do are not having stools hard enough to even start this process. <laughs> Good point. Right. You can cut that. But it also needed to be said. Yeah. It's more like a poop uh, saucer than our week right now. This is our week. We're loving it right now. Let's go. Hey, look at the art from like the 1500s all the way to like the early 1900s. That's true. Big is beautiful. Big it meant is beautiful. you could afford yeah. some food. It meant you yeah, were healthy. Yeah, right. Yeah. right? Yeah. That's, that's right. That's what I model myself as. None of these skinny bone, bony models. Says the skinniest, boniest guy on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say leave, leave the grass stained jeans to the skinny people and we'll be happy here with our beer and our cargo shorts yeah, baby yeah, that's right so <laughs> <you go. laughs> oh you know what i love about wild thing episodes i don't have to do any work audiences uh, worldwide love them yes i just hand the ball it's like i feel like uh uh zeke on the dallas cow i just hand the ball you feel like dak prescott I like Prescott. I hand it to Zeke and he, he runs with it. I don't have to do anything because doc just takes the ball and runs with it. Oh, you know, my favorite part about the fat bear week and, and, and wild things is it just gives me something else to keep me up at night. So I'm going to tell you right now that Pizzly uh, is definitely going to keep me up at night. Was the bull shark last year? The bull shark was last year. It's still there. The bull shark is always there. Every time I get in the tub, the bull shark is there. (laughs) But now when I go outside, I don't know if the Pizzly's around the corner. I think the Pizzly's my spirit animal. Yeah, it could be your spirit, could spirit be. animal. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it very could be. Yeah. Hey, how often you get in the tub? Uh, you know, once a week, maybe, if that's oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Nightly. Yeah. Saturday. Nightly. Yeah. So what do you do in the tub exactly? I get in Rub-a- on Saturdays. I get out on Monday morning. That's right. Rub-a-dub. <laughs> Rub-a-dub in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> you have a rubber ducky you bring yes, in the tub? Uh, all of it. All of the above. <laughs> I have a rubber bull shark that I that I go there with. So. Tom, getting over my fear of the bull shark. That's really smart. That's really you smart. have outdone yourself, Doc. I don't think that could be better, unless bonus content. Welcome to another edition of actually the very first edition of Bear Beer. Or not a bear beer. <laughs> hey, I just, is, first, before you get started, I want to go on record. I didn't prep for this. I didn't even know this was coming. This truly is bonus whoa. content. So I did not prep my normal right. prep, like extensive research. Did you research? Of beer homework. names around the theme yeah. and everything else. So I'm a well, little scared you know, tonight. Yeah. This is barely a game show. Oh, <laughs> doctor. Oh. Anyways, I'm your host, Dr. Can you Tom. go faster? I have to take a Pizzly. Okay, for those for those first time bear beers or not a bear beers, here's how it works. I'm gonna name four beers. Three are real bear beers. One is not a real bear beer. This one I thought of while pizzling. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, first of all, I need to give a shout out to Bear Republic Brewery because oh, nice. Racer Five was and still is one of my go to IPAs. Yeah. 
So uh, there you go. Bear Republic. Prost. Bear Republic. Yeah, there you go. Prost. Bear Republic. So, still a sore Sonoma. spot for me because we missed that because we went to that winery that one time. I know. Up in Sonoma. That's like Sonoma, four or five California. years ago. I'm trying to get over it. I'm trying to get over it. If you're up in Sonoma, California, they're right on the river. You can go sit outside. Easy to get. Oh, no. We can sit in a winery for 17 hours. We went to a winery instead. It was a cask. It was a cask. All right. I've been going to therapy to get over that. I was almost over it. Now you just. Just tore that Band-Aid off that okay. wound. So. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that was em- that was embarrassing, wasn't yes. it? That we yes, didn't sir. go to the brewery. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to name four beers. Four bear beers. One's not a real bear beer. Here we go. The first one is called Grin and Barrett. Grin and Barrett. <laughs> beer number two is Bear-Faced Brown. Bear-Faced Brown. Beer number three is Bear-Ass Beer. <laughs> And beer number four is Grizzled Bear Ball Beer. You got it? Four beers. We have Green and Barrett, Bear Face Brown, Bear Ass Beer, and Grizzled Bear Ball Beer. Woo! That's a lot of bees going on there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. So, Producer Joe, we got Green and Barrett, Bear Face Brown, Bear Ass Beer, and Grizzled Bear Ball Beer. Woo! My tongue's tied. I think uh, Pizzly Pilsner is not a beer. <laughs> no, I, I know. I, I, I was gonna throw in a pizzly, but I knew you guys would. Get yeah, that's too soon. Too <laughs> soon. Ah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Give us a week, and we'll I'll forget. I'll number it. four beer. Number four, the, grizzled the beer ball beer. Yep. All right, sound man Tom. Number four as well. Number four, grizzled bear ball beer. Influencer. Oh, that that last one does not. That sounds exactly like something you'd make up. Yeah. But then you'd pick it as a distractor. It's right. a red oh. herring. I know it. Chuck in Houston knows it, That's so I'm right. going with Grin and Barrett. Nice. Grin and Barrett. Nice. And talent. I'm just thinking of least appetizing. I do not want to drink a beer that's called Grizzled Bear Balls. So yeah. I'm going to go Grizzled Bear Ball Beer. You're, you guys are right. It's, I don't know. You guys. It just sounded too good. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. Grizzled Bear Ball <laughs> Beer is not a beer. Uh, Grin and Barrett. Actually, there's two different breweries. Uh, Bastion Brewing and Twin Elder Brewing. Bearface Brown is really a beer. I forgot to type in where they're from. And Bear Ass Beer. Again, there's two two breweries that have a beer called Bear Ass Beer. So yes, this was an easy one. I made up. Just sounded too good. Grizzled Bear Ball not Beer. Not for me. Not for Chuck. <laughs> and I Chuck, Chuck and I yeah. missed that out. Yeah. Pizzly Pilsner coming to Chuck you from to- I Like Beer, the podcast. That's right. Soon. Along with the right. Bear Crack. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, like bear bear crack. Crack. I like Bear Crack. Mm. I like Bear Crack, the podcast. Yes. Talent's going to be busy. <laughs> this has been another edition of Beer or Not a Beer. Join us next time to see if you can choose which beer is not the beer that the doctor made up. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Thank you, Doc, for all the the bear knowledge. Enjoy a fun but safe Oktoberfest wherever you can find them, even if it's at home this year. Remember, go to our website, sign up for our newsletter. Chuck from Houston, we're looking for you to sign up. That's right, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Everyone's doing it. That's exactly it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to keep prosting. But right now, wir müssen rennen. That's good. Prost. Well, Prost. Absolutely Prost. Prost. Happy Oktoberfest. Ein Prost, ein Prost, der